Hello, I'm Gail Gibson, performance coach, international speaker, podcast host and author. I thrive on enabling leaders to step up, shake it off and shine. Welcome to my podcast, The Can Do Way. My guests from across the globe have can-do stories of growth, resilience and success to share. You can tune in and be inspired by these individuals who have developed a strong can-do approach. Each one of their stories is unique. Each one of their stories has a key message. In this episode, I'm talking to Nolene Slinney, international organic makeup artist and cruelty-free beauty advocate. Now, Nolene is a former treasury analyst turned global organic makeup artist, founder of Natural Beauty Society, creator of How to Look Your Virtual Best on Zoom, a judge in the 2020 Natural Health Beauty Awards and named a top beauty eco-influencer for 2020. She works virtually with professional women worldwide, teaching them how to show up powerfully and confidently for success in business and life. Originally from Ireland, Nolene has lived in five countries so far, including Germany, Poland and Austria. She speaks English and German, loves animals and has a bit of a tea addiction like myself and loves supporting her home province rugby team. So welcome to the show today, Nolene. Thank you so much, Gail, for having me here. I'm really excited to speak to you today. Wonderful. So if we can first have a short walk through your life if you can give us a glimpse of your background and how you arrived and moved yourself from finance to beauty yes (laughs) I'm often asked this question people go how did you do this this (laughs) (laughs) um so first of all I guess for me the thing was I guess maybe if I go back to the beginning really um you know, you know how it is, you're in school and you get to a certain age and all of a sudden you're being asked to make decisions that what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And you're like 16, 17 years old and you're thinking, I have no idea, you know. So for me, it was, I ended up doing um, finance in college. I studied finance in college because it was like, okay, things were kind of kicking off in Ireland in the finance industry at that stage. It was starting to boom. So it was kind of a case of, well, there probably already, you know, there'll be jobs there in the finance industry. Um, and then I kind of thought, well, business is something that, like, I, I always had the ambition to own my own business. I had no entrepreneurs in my family, so it never came from anything like that. But for me, the entrepreneurial side was coming from, I was seeing people, including my own parents, you know, other adults around me who were always miserable in jobs. And they were always like, you know, oh, my boss says I can't take this day off or I can't do this. And I remember always thinking, even as a young child, I don't want somebody to tell me what to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> so... The entrepreneurial side was always there, but no clue how I was ever going to do it. So as I said, then I fell into the business side. And as I said, I kind of thought the business side then would be right. Well, if I do my own business someday, this will help me somewhere along the line. Um, But of course, you know, I fell into the usual trap that a lot of us do. And I ended up in the corporate world for over 10 years. And I definitely didn't like it. I knew that pretty quickly, very early on, actually. Um, But it took me a long time to get out of that. And I guess there was, um, I remember specifically, actually, there was a point where I remember thinking to myself, oh, okay, I'm too old to change careers now, or, you know, sure, what's the point? And then I actually did the maths in my head and I was like, hold on, I have like another, like almost 30 years of my working life left. And that was the catalyst for me. That was like, oh my God, no, like I cannot spend another day. 30 years is like, like so much of my life, you know? (laughs) So no, I can't do this anymore. So 
it was funny because when I actually had got to the stage where I kind of did know that, yeah, you know, I would like to be a makeup artist. I never thought for so long I could do that as a job. But once I did start to realize this is something I would like to pursue, it still took me a while to get out of that kind of corporate mentality or just really what society tells you about, you know, you have to have a job and then you have the job for life and, you know, all this kind of thing. Um, but yeah, but the beauty side of it then really, as I said, it was kind of just a hobby for so long. And, you know, and I definitely wasn't someone who loved makeup all their life. I definitely wouldn't say that. And it was only really kind of when I got into my early 20s that I was like, oh, this is actually something that's really fun and it makes me feel really good and I can actually express my personality with makeup. Um, so, yeah, then, as I said, then once I did kind of say, right, I'm going to leave corporate, I did decide I wanted to be a makeup artist. I kind of thought that maybe I would ease myself into the entrepreneurial world, but that's absolutely not what happened. <laughs> it was the total opposite. It was more a case of oh my God, I cannot stand another day doing what I'm doing. I'm just going to literally quit my soul draining job and just go for it. Um, probably not what I would recommend to everybody to do, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And it was, you know, there's never a perfect moment, I guess, you know, so it was just, it was time then. Um, so yeah, and I just went and did my training then. And the minute I would say I left that job and the minute I started with my training, um, I knew I had done the right thing. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but I 100% knew I'd made the right decision. And I still know that. <laughs> That's amazing, you know, and listening to you, I'm smiling as I listen because there's there's touches of what you did that I did to walk away from my corporate career too. And it's that leap of faith that you described there that you just knew that you looked ahead and thought 30 more years of working, I'm not happy doing what I'm doing there is another life that I can take. And then, as you said, as soon as you started doing your training and you said those words, I knew I had done the right thing. So it's a wonderful start to, to our conversation today. So I wanted to just ask you then, in that time of transition, Nolene, what kinds of challenges did you experience to start with in the business and how did you work your way through them and be able to then go on and thrive? Great question, Gail. Um, so first of all, I think, you know, mindset was never something that I was, you know, I've always been a positive person. So I guess in one way, mindset probably was something I did always work on, but I just never knew I did. But it seemed to me that all of a sudden when I started, you know, in this online business world, it was like, there was this whole other world out there that I didn't even know existed. I mean, as you said yourself, you were in corporate, you know how it is when you're in corporate mm -hmm. and everybody else is in corporate that you know and all your friends, you know, or they're doing the nine to fives and everyone thinks it's just, okay, so I do a job and I, you know, and then I'm really just waiting for retirement and then I get to retirement and then it's waiting for death, <laughs> you know? Exactly, no, yes. Isn't it? Like, mm. yeah, it's crazy. And no, I never heard anybody talking about um, mindset so now I will say on the other side of that was as I, you mentioned earlier like I'm a rugby fan and I'm a huge sports fan in general and I've always been interested in listening to first of all even successful business people so people like Richard Branson for example has owned someone I was very inspired by and you'd always hear those, those kind of people talking about mindset and likewise I would always hear successful sports people talking about mindset too but and I'd read books by them and all of this kind of thing I'm like oh yeah that's great but never 
actually applied it, you know, or never thought mm-hmm. to apply it to my own life. Mm-hmm. Then I started in this business world and all of a sudden everybody was talking about things like mindset. And, you know, I went in with the idea, right, so what are the strategies I need to you know, do this and do that. And I need to learn marketing and I need to learn sales and all this kind of thing. And yes, you do need to learn all those things. But what I also didn't realize was that most of the work I had to do was going to be on myself. And I I would say that, you know, I've been on this, I guess, self-development journey since I started my business. Like that's been the biggest challenge. It's been Mm -hmm. my own mindset, my own limiting beliefs, my own self-doubt. Because ultimately, I've learned all the strategies and I've learned them pretty quickly. But what held me back for so long from actually implementing a lot of them was me, you know, and that has been the biggest, I'd say, I'd say struggle, but really, you know, it's, it's not a, I mean, I hate using that word struggle, do you know what I'm saying? That kind of sounds very negative there, but it's just this, you have to learn. And I had to unlearn all of the things that I thought to be true up to that point and kind of relearn actually hold on there's a completely different way here and it's better you know um so does that answer your question there maybe it certainly does and it's your interpretation of that question so I'd love to hear those you know you had to you had to learn yourself as you said you had to experience those things and you had to then unlearn some of the other things that had previously held you back and I the with the clients that I work with in my coaching consultancy many, many people come to me because they are wanting to grow themselves, but it's themselves that are holding them back. They want that job or they want that lifestyle. They want to create that business. But the one thing that's limiting them is themselves. So helping them come through these challenges, as you've done, is is what we what we need to work on. So in that time where you were moving through your personal discovery, What was one of the scariest decisions that you had to make? Is it in life or in business? And what did that experience teach you? And how did you then give yourself that, I guess, that kick, that nudge to take a different approach and make it a success for yourself? Well, I guess one of the obvious answers to that is actually just taking the leap in the first place to actually leave my job. On one hand, that was scary. And another way, actually, it was the easiest decision ever. You know, when it actually, when I actually did do it, it was the easiest thing ever. And within business, I would say, um, actually, the hardest thing for me has been to put myself out there. Okay, I know that sounds very broad. But what I mean by that is, and you obviously know this, Gail, and probably all of your listeners too, is, you know, when you start a business, you realize that, you know, especially when you do what we do, we are our brand, we are our business, we are literally the face of it. And I think for me, I've never been, I'm obviously like, I'm quite an, um, you know, personable person. I've no problem standing up in a room of 200 people and talking to people. I've no problem with that. But I always call myself an extroverted introvert <laughs> because actually I'm really comfortable. <laughs> you, do, do you know what I mean? And I'm actually yes. really much more comfortable sitting by myself in a room doing my own thing. <laughs> Maybe you can relate. I don't know. I can indeed relate to that. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, as well, then when we have our own business, you can't actually do that. You know, I mean, you can to a point, but you know, if you want your business to be successful, you have to put yourself out there. You have to go on video. You know, you have to do Facebook lives or podcasts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? And it's all those things that for me were like, oh my goodness, no. Or even actually, I remember when I, 
my very very first website I was literally only in business like about I don't know a couple of weeks even at this stage and I had to write my about section about myself oh my god did I struggle with that because I was like you know yes I've done my CDs before and all of that but I don't know this was different this was more um personal or something you know Mm -hmm. and it was kind of and I remember it took me about I think it took me about a week actually to write and it wasn't even that long what I wrote I gave it to somebody to look at and she said okay no and I was like what do you mean no (laughs) there's nothing about you in there and I was like there is I've told loads and she's like I don't know anything about you (laughs) you know it's it's, and I, I have to say even like I mean six years later I still struggle with that now I've gotten a lot better obviously but there are even times like I still struggle to speak about myself and I'm like oh god am I talking about myself too much even though I, it's the only way that people are going to connect with me I know that <laughs> do you know what I mean but it's stuff like that for me that have been um some of the, the challenges that I've had to overcome fantastic you know and it, just hearing what you're saying when you take that leap you go from when we move from corporate we go from we to just self we go to from we to us it's just us now isn't it it's nobody else there isn't that team of people around you but then in our entrepreneurial discovery time we build that team around us of those people that can be that group of we but we still have to stand up and go I am my personal brand I need to be able to as you said communicate my message I need to connect with people and I need people to understand what my business is all about and I think listening again that about us page has been a challenge for all of my clients as well because to suddenly have to write about yourself without sounding like you are, well, extolling your virtues to the highest you possibly can, which is what you actually do have to do. It is, it's a challenge that we have to overcome. So I do completely understand where you're coming from. I'm just, I'm nodding here listening to you. I'm like, yep, yep, I can relate to everything. And it's, it's also, I think the great thing about what you just said there as well is that when you, you know you're you're right when you say when we're in corporate we are you know we're generally in these big teams I mean mm. I've worked for some of the largest companies in the world so you're talking thousands of people even in one building you know and then you go from that to just being you and um it is scary and and the other side of that is that sometimes when we are going through these things like just literally something like writing our about page we think we're the only ones mm-hmm. that have you know have this struggle and then when you realize actually there's other people I can talk to about this that get it too it definitely does help doesn't it and it, oh, it makes it different. less um scary as well you know because you have you know you're like okay I actually don't have to do this alone I can actually you know whilst we want to do things by ourselves it's just good to know by the way I still have somebody there if I need them too exactly exactly yes so because we've talked about challenges and you've said about how you've had to change and move through that part of your journey adversity is one of those things that you've faced so you've had to reframe and and redesign yourself moving forwards and this is all about helping to build resilience so talk me through what you've learned about yourself and how you believe that you have become more resilient maybe to the changes that represent themselves and even during this current time of COVID how are you becoming more resilient? Well that's a really interesting question because I've realized actually that I'm first of all a lot more stronger than I ever thought I was. I've never considered myself a weak person, but I've realized that I'm so much more mentally strong than I ever believed. Um, and that has been really empowering for me. Um, also, you know, again, I've, I always knew I was an independent person. I never kind of felt like 
you know, I have to rely on people, you know, and we obviously all do to a point have to rely on people, but I've realized, yeah, you know what, I can actually do things by myself and I'm more than capable. So there's definitely been really, you know, positive things like that that I've realized about myself. Um, on the flip side of that, actually, some things that have come up for me <laughs> that I never realized about myself is there's a little bit of the maybe workaholic in me there. And a little okay. bit of, yeah. not, I'm not going to use the word control freak, <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of like when it's your own business, it is your it's your baby. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It literally is yours. And I have to say, I do find it difficult sometimes to hand over things to someone else, maybe, you know like even the little small admin things you're like no I probably do it better myself and I'm like no this is actually going to help me to grow that's <laughs> you know right what I mean? so yes do you, do you understand yeah like little things like that sometimes come up but again you know I, I'm you, you tw- turn that around you know because again this is yes they might be maybe the slightly negative things but you flip them around to see okay well actually these are positive because first of all the fact that you're aware of them even at all is a positive thing because then you can actually do something about it that's correct um, but yeah there has been a lot of things I'm sorry what was I'm sorry I forget the second it was part about resilience finish. about how you feel that oh, yes. you've built resilience for yourself yes um yeah and this is the thing that I've realized that I can actually think very quickly on my feet when I need to um so for example and I'm also I'm very open to doing things in a different way you know um just really, really small example of this is, um, you know, there's been times when I've been on a, a call with a client and let's say she, you know, I'm having a call with her and she wants to work with me one-to-one and she's seen the service I have on my website. Um, and then we get on the call and maybe then it turns out that's not specifically right for her or maybe, you know, let's say she didn't have a budget or something. So I've been really, you know, I've been able to think on my feet really quickly and instead of going, oh, okay, well then we're just not fit and that's it. I've mm-hmm. gone, no, hold on, I can create something different for you here. That might be a better fit for you that's actually you know because sometimes it's a case of maybe someone does actually want to pay more but they want you know a different type of service they want something else I can create that for them like straight away I'm like okay I have this idea for you likewise the other way around you know so that's a very very small example but you know I feel like that's something that I've realized I've been very I've been able to do a lot as well think very quickly on my feet and likewise you know um like for example we were talking earlier on like gail that both of us we have traveled a lot in the world we've lived in different countries Mm. you have to be resilient when you live in different countries you have to um you know obviously my business has moved so another example of that is you know when we moved to um poland three years ago before that we lived in munich in germany and i had um, an in-person business and it was pretty much mostly in person there now when we were moving now i was kind of online a bit at that stage anyway but when we were moving i realized okay well like what am I going to do set up all over again and you know how it is especially if it's an in-person business it just takes time you know it takes time to establish a reputation you know and I was thinking okay and I knew that we're probably going to be moving to another country again you know not long after so I was like Mm -hmm. okay what am I going to do you you know I have to think on my feet here so I said okay I'm going to move everything online and I did and I did that three years ago and you think about how things are in the world now and especially in the beauty industry. I mean, that's one of the industries that's been really affected by COVID with all of the closures and everything. But again, what I see is I see people going, oh my God, this is the end of my business. Instead of saying, well, how can I do my business in a different way, mm-hmm. you know? And we have to meet as well, you know, basically, like someone says to me a lot, she says, you have to fix a real world problem. Well, the real world problem is we can't do things in person at the moment. How can we do them? Then we're doing everything virtually. You, you know, you can still bring a lot of things online. Yes, you can't do everything maybe exactly the way you want, but it doesn't mean you can't not, you know, you can't do anything at all. You can still offer services to people and still help them. Just do it slightly differently, you know? So 
I feel, you know, I have been resilient in that way because it's out of a need as well, because you have to, and we have to evolve as well. You know, we can either sit there and complain about things or we can actually get up and do something about them. And I choose to take that road because it's actually easier and it makes me feel better as well because sitting around complaining doesn't make you feel better, <laughs> you know, and it doesn't get you where you want to get to anyway. So. I love that what you've just said there about taking that road and saying I can do something about it. That's the whole drive of the Can Do podcast. And, you know, you, you use three words when you said when when we look at the current crisis we're going through and how you'd adapted your business from and going online and being taking a courageous step to do that but you you use those words how can we and the more the more that i'm hearing that about people going through this current uh, situation and the more that we can instill in those around us how can we how can we improve how can we do things differently this is just this shift in mindset that everybody needs to be able to give themselves some armor to get through these next these coming months and and how long this is going to go for but I think the more that people can do that the more that then they can be resilient and sustain that resilience post-pandemic times and in and into their lives going forward so I love the fact that you operate that way and it I can hear it in your voice it excites you to be living with that opportunity focused mindset as well so Absolutely. when you when you think about oh, sorry you know, I was just because I was just again nodding along listening to everything you were saying. I absolutely love that. You're right. So many more because what's the alternative? What's where we just sit back and do nothing? We just and then just fade away. Like mm -hmm. there is no alternative. You just exactly. have to get on with things sometimes. And that's not to be. You know, I don't mean to sound cruel or harsh because I know obviously people are going through hard times. But you know, we all go through hard times sometimes, and that's what gets us through them. Is going okay? What can I do about this instead of? this is happening to me mm -hmm. you know no I have to do something to make this better because you can you may not be able to control every single aspect but you can control how you think about it how you perceive it and what you actually and you know, the actions you take and you can take actions even if they're very very small most definitely so on this level that you're working which is you're, you're you're a high performer you've got a lot going on you like to be involved in things and you uh part of a, a busy world you have your natural beauty society you you help people to look their best on zoom you've got your health beauty awards all of those things that take up your time and are part of your business so how do you take care of yourself then Nolene what is what is your wellness routine and how do you take a step back and oh, to <laughs> reflect and reframe and just give yourself that that time to slow down and be quiet oh gail this is one of my favorite things ever to talk about <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you asked me this question <laughs> um okay so first of all the very first thing i would say is this right you know we all live in this world as you said we're all really busy these days and the thing i constantly hear from people is i don't have time i don't have time to put on my makeup i don't have time to look after myself Okay, we have to stop that. You do, you are time. Okay, so, and, and I, the way I would say it as well is first of all, you only need five minutes a day. I mean, if you can do more than that, that's great, but you only need five minutes a day to do something nice for yourself. Okay, so for me, for example, my thing that I do for myself every single day without fail is I always apply my makeup. 
that can take sometimes five minutes, sometimes it takes 10 minutes, depending on how much time I have. But to me, me applying my makeup is my me time. This is my self-care because first of all, I'm actually, I'm taking time for me. Okay. And it's only five minutes. Everybody has five minutes for themselves. I don't care what anybody says, <laughs> you know, I take it. you schedule that in if you need to. Um, and the other thing, the other thing is when I'm applying my makeup, it's also, it's the message I'm sending to myself. So first of all, I'm saying, okay, yes, I'm really busy today. I have clients. I have this, you know, I have a life, but you know what? This five minutes is my time that I deserve just as much as anybody else. And also those, those five minutes for me is what allows me to be able to turn up as the best version as I can and be at my best for everybody and everything that needs me. Okay. So that's one thing when it comes to my makeup routine. The second thing I would say about my makeup routine is, as you mentioned, I'm an organic makeup artist. I only use natural organic cruelty-free products. So I'm also know that I'm actually nurturing my skin. So my skin, it's the largest organ on our body. I think we forget that sometimes we think about, you know, our lungs and our heart. And of course, all those things are important, but so is our skin. And our skin mm -hmm. is also a reflection of what's going on on the inside. So if something's not right on the inside, it's going to show on the outside. It's going to show your skin is the first place it shows up. So again, I'm nurturing that largest organ on my body because ultimately as well is when our skin, you know what, we don't look the way we want to look, you know, we're not going to feel the way we want to feel, you know? And I always say for me, when I'm applying makeup, it's more about the feeling it gives me than, I mean, yes, it's a nice, you know, byproduct that it makes me look good too, but it's also that feeling as well. So it's, you know, it's kind of all of those things incorporated there. So that's the number one thing I always, always do for myself. Now, the other thing I will say is I always schedule in time as well for my daily workout. Again, this is something that I, I will be honest for a while. I actually stopped doing, especially when I was kind of starting my business first. And I felt the effects of that really felt the effects because I wasn't at my best. I was kind of just working, working, working. And I knew I was being, you know, I was tiring myself out. And how can I not, I can't show up as my best self if I'm not taking care of me first. So my daily workout, and again, that doesn't have to be anything long. Like my workout takes about 30 minutes per day. Like the odd day it might be 40 minutes, but mostly, mostly it's only 30 minutes. Again, I have 30 minutes. I, I will, I schedule that in. That is my priority to do that. Now, there are other things that I do. Now, I'm not going to lie. There are definitely times when I work late in the evening, you know, especially like I'm in the middle of a launch at the minute. So, you know, obviously I work a bit later then, but I always try to make sure that at the minimum then, I don't work at the weekend. So I did used to work at the weekends a lot when I was doing like said bridal work or photo shootings and things. Now I make sure that I don't work on Saturdays and Sundays, or if I do, it's like maybe just a couple of hours. I don't, I make sure I don't, um, you know, look at emails at the weekend, you know, so I've had to, these are all things that I've had to like, you know, slowly but surely put into my routine, but they have made a massive difference to me. So it's kind of setting those boundaries with other people, but also for with yourself, because ultimately, you know, you're, you're responsible just for yourself at the end of the day first and foremost you know you you cannot be i know it's that old saying it may sound cliche but it is so true you cannot be at your best for everyone else if you don't look after you first um so yeah so there are some of the things that i do um to really you know look after myself and it does work it, it does it makes me feel so much better and it make and i know i feel energized and i'm healthy um so yeah there's just a few other things I do. <laughs> it's wonderful to hear that too, because it what you radiate out to others, and I'm sure there's listeners as well who will being in, are being inspired by what you're saying. That it that that simple act of five minutes that you talked about, and that's your you time to put your makeup on, 
to to just be quiet and and do something that you love and it's part of your business as well um but making time and i think that is the that is the key and that's that can do mindset is saying i will make the time rather than find the time because if you try and find the time you will never find the time you have to make time for things and so wellness is as you said priority number one you have to look after self first and it's so vitally important and i'm so glad that you you made such a it's made such an impact in your life and i know that i'm sure it filters around to the people um around you and you are leading by example as a role model for a lot of people and and i hope the listeners do feel very inspired and even give themselves as a result 5 minutes um today or tomorrow just to be quiet and to do something just for themselves so thank you for sharing that knowledge Okay, thank you. I hope it was helpful. <laughs> Very helpful. And so what would you say then we're coming to the close of the interview now. So what would be three top tips that you could share for our listeners? Well, I think the first one would be just going back to what we spoke about a moment ago is you have to make time for yourself. You just you just have to do it. And as you said it's not you don't use don't say, you know, find the time, you make the time. You schedule that in if you have to. you put it in your phone with a, a reminder if that's what you need to do whether it's 5 minutes 10 minutes half hour or whatever so you have to make yourself priority number 1 because if you're not then you can't do anything or you certainly can't do it well okay and you're not going to see the results you want so that would be my number one tip there the second tip as well is around you know having an open mind you know having an open mindset about things um you know be open to opportunities coming your way be open to doing things in a different way you know especially look we've seen it right now you know like we have to be open like if we look throughout history you know decades ago you know hundreds of years ago things evolve and what's happening right now that's also maybe just what that is as well it's just that we may have been shocked into doing it it may not be the way we maybe thought it would happen but sometimes that's what we need You know, I certainly feel like that's what happened to me when I, you know, changed from the, you know, the corporate world to doing what I do now. I was actually shocked into doing it, and that was why I ended up doing it the way I did, even <laughs> though it wasn't what I planned. You know, but sometimes that's what we need. You know, and or you know, sometimes we need to go pick up the bum, as I say. You know, I certainly sure. need that sometimes. Sure, you know, don't we? You know, so that's what I would say. So be open to doing things. It's not a scary thing. It's a great thing because it allows you to grow. It, it you know, everybody has you know goals and visions for what they want but you know you're never going to do you're never going to get those things if you don't open your mind to actually allowing those things to happen and when you do that that's also going to help you to take the action that you know even you know i think we think as well and i've certainly fallen into this trap too is that we think we have to have the path all planned out for us we don't we just have to take small baby steps because all the small baby steps are what adds up and the minute you start taking action all these other it's it almost seems like magic things are coming to you they're obviously not but it's because you are first of all in the right energy you're in a positive energy but also because you know maybe people are noticing you that you don't even know or noticing you and then all of a sudden they're going hey actually I'd love to work with you or hey mm-hmm. would you be interested in this collaboration or whatever so that would be the second thing as i said an open mind Um and thirdly again I would say it's just you know 
like don't always look at the negative side of things like you have to be as you said earlier resilient you know um you know how can you turn something around if you're thinking of something that's negative right now flip it around how can you look at the po- the positive side what and there is a positive side you just have to look for it you know um so there will be three things that i would say to people um and hopefully that's inspiring <laughs> Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Yes. Making time for self, having an open mind and seeing the positive in every situation. Brilliant tips to share. So you've mentioned that you are working on a launch at the moment, Nolene. So what is what are you what can we look out for from you for the rest of this year and into 2021? Okay, so at the moment, um, I'm working on my Natural Beauty Society membership launch. So the membership has actually been going for um, over a year at this stage, but um, I'm actually doing a, a launch at the minute for it because I have a brand new, beautiful membership site. Um, so it's kind of Nat- Natural Beauty Society 2.0, I guess. <laughs> um, so I'm doing a kind of a big launch around that at the moment. Um, so it's going to be for the next week, actually. And um, the price is going to be doubling again in a week's time. So I really want to you know, give people still the opportunity to get in while the price is a little bit cheaper. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that's really going to help people and benefit them. You know, it's going to benefit your life because it teaches you to, you know, how take back control because so many people are being controlled by their cosmetics at the minute. They're, they're buying things that they don't understand why they're buying them. And then they go, they don't work for me. But, you know, they're just really wasting their money and all of these things that they don't need or don't work for them because they don't understand as I say their own skin they don't understand what's right for them so it helps to teach them all of those kind of things mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm, I have actually I have a huge goal my huge goal is to revolutionize the beauty work, um, industry in fact I don't even really consider myself in the beauty industry because that could be something for a whole other topic but um it's there's so much wrong with the beauty industry the way products are marketed to people people are just wasting so much money on things as I said they don't need um and the way they're marketed to you in a way that makes you feel like there's something wrong with you you're old if you're over 25 all this kind of nonsense you know so yeah so this is one of the big goals I have with Natural Beauty Society and it's something that you know I am going to continue to um grow so that's something for next year as well obviously the natural and organic side of things is massive for me too because again what we're putting on our skin is so important you know there's a stat that goes out there that says 60 percent of what we put on our skin is absorbed into our bodies but we actually don't know it could be even more than that you know we actually we, we don't know how much so you know this is something that i really want to promote and um, the other thing I'm going to be working on a lot as well is also the end of this year. I've actually got one coming up this month, but into next year as well is um, my how to look your virtual best on Zoom workshop. And um, again, this is something that I see a lot of people struggling with. And, um, you know, literally overnight, the world went online and, you know, people realized whether they're in a business or whether they work in corporate, whatever. You, you have to be online now. You have to be on video. Like there's no escaping it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we obviously know, Gail, we've been doing it for years and we've had to get over our fears of going on video. And likewise, it's the same now. People, you know, and, and I talk to women every single day that tell me I've such a, you know, I know I need to do video and I want to do video, but I'm just so scared or I don't like how I look. And again, this again goes back to a lot of the beauty industry, the mainstream beauty industry and how it's telling you you're supposed to look a certain way and people feel like that's what they're supposed to look like. But it's not. It's about showing up as the best version of you, you know, and it's actually so much simpler than you think. Or people think that for video, they need to spend an hour getting ready. You don't. You just again, you just need five minutes to be camera ready and you're done, you know, and you will show up confidently and powerfully. Um, so these are some of the big things that I'm going to be working on for the rest of this year, but also into next year as well, because I really, really want to help women with this because 
it is holding them back. And I've actually had like two clients in the last two days saying this, I know this is holding me back. And that just makes me feel so sad because these are people who have incredible businesses. They offer incredible value to the world, their clients, and it needs to be out there more. And we need more people like that in the world, you know, instead of all these, you know, people out there that are showing off their fancy lifestyle, which isn't even real anyway. It's all fake. You know, that's we don't need to see any of that. <laughs> we need the real people. <laughs> Do you know Fantastic. what I mean? And the people that are, yeah. And the people that are actually going to, you know, really giving value to the world and will benefit and enhance people's lives. So, yeah. That's what I'm going to do. You've got you've got a lot of things to look forward to, but they're all wonderful. You're very much driven by your purpose, and you are very passionate about why you're wanting to do this as well. So, I wish you every success with your launch and with the continuation of of all of your projects. So, what is the best way then for people to get in touch with you? Um, so you can go to my website. I'm at nolensliniemakeup.com. So it's N-O-L-E-E-N-S-L-I-N-E-Y makeup.com. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn as Nolene Sliney. I'm on Facebook, um, same Nolene Sliney makeup artist, um, Instagram. Um, so I'm really kind of on most of the social channels. But um, yeah, mostly on my website, mostly on LinkedIn and Facebook. They're the places I hang out the most. Fantastic. And my final question for you today is why do you feel a can-do attitude is essential? Well, if you want to be successful and you want to, you know, actually achieve all the things you want, then you have to have a can-do attitude. There's just two, no two ways about it. Fabulous. It's been such a, it's such been a, a refreshing and vibrant conversation with you, Nolene, you've been a wonderful guest today and I just want to say thank you for sharing all of your words of wisdom and just your your real upbeat and motivating personality, which I'm sure has touched a lot of listeners' lives and hopefully they can go out and start doing some of their five-minute routines for themselves or just taking away some of those wonderful moments of inspiration that you've shared so thank you so much for being my guest today oh it's been an absolute pleasure gail thank you so much for inviting me onto the show it's been an honor to be here um, and i hope what i said today is helpful to people but um it's also just great chatting to you as well gail likewise you know you were very inspirational and you know there was an instant rapport between the two of us i think we both share a lot of the same values so thank you so much and thank you to everybody for listening as well thank you very much I'm thrilled about the exciting lineup of guests I will chat with in 2020 and into 2021. To share your story and inspire others on the Can Do Way, do get in touch via my website, gailmgibson.com. To listen to stories of Can Do success by previous guests like Nolene, please visit podbean.com, the Can Do Way. Until next week's show, do share the inspiration of the Can Do Way podcast with your friends, colleagues and clients and have a fantastic Can Do Day.